Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. This turn down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode 191 of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. Much love and respect to everybody who's listened to episode 190. If you haven't listened to that, go back, listen, share with a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend, and have them tell 10 more friends to listen so we can get them listens up. Um, what's been going on in my world? Whole bunch of nothing. Uh, just pretty much working, taking care of home, uh, trying to get ready for this holiday season. Uh, you know, before we know, we're going to blink and Thanksgiving going to be here. Then we blink again. And what do you know? It's Christmas and then it's New Year's. And, you know, here we are going to be in 2022, making it do what it do. So hopefully y'all getting right, getting your money right. And um, hopefully y'all shopping early. There's going to be a lot of um, issues with uh supply and demand most likely supply right so there's this whole issue with uh like tankers just sitting out at sea they can't dock yet um something about pricing issues so pretty much you just got all these like gadgets toys um household supplies uh non-perishable items that's sitting on these huge tanker ships you know these cargo ships my bad not tanker ships but cargo ships and it's just full of products sitting and um the whole issue is and it's all a fucking scheme that's that's all it is you know they try to blame it on uh there's not enough people working at the docks um they're raising prices on the docks and so they're trying to pass the you know the the price hikes on to the consumers to us regular folks and then but it's it's just all a scheme to get more money out of us to have us panic buy and to recover from the start of the pandemic you know what i'm saying that's pretty much all it is when people was just staying their asses at home and uh this working from home has really hurt a lot of businesses because how many of y'all who normally work from home i mean you work from home now but before the pandemic you was working in the office you know what i'm saying in your cubicle doing your thing but you would either go somewhere for lunch you know do like if you had like if you're fortunate enough to have like a 45 minute or hour long lunch or even longer you know if you're up there in the supply chain you know in, in your department like you're a manager or something like that you could take a nice two hour lunch or some shit like that two hour break you go shopping on your lunch break you go you know go out to eat or something like that or even do an activity or you got a little 30 minute lunch but then after work you know you're working from like 8 to 4 30 you know when 4 30 hits you know you stop at the grocery store you start stop at target walmart you stop at the mall and go pick something up but when you're working from home you know you're pretty much a homebody you know what i'm saying you might do that once or twice you know what i'm saying unless you got one of them jobs where you know pretty much all you do is fire off emails or you know you input numbers in excel or some shit like that and you know you get all your work done in like four hours and you got four hours left you know you might do a little bit of online shopping and shit like that but you're not really out and about so now they come up with this genius ass plan in the e-commerce uh business and the government is to pretty much okay let's hold on to you know these supplies in the holiday season you know all these toys and these these uh gadgets and shit like that and just have them sitting somewhere just sitting in a warehouse sitting on a ship and then we're gonna act like we're having troubles getting this to 
you know the stores and shit like that and then next thing you know once it actually does hit the shelves you know it could be post-holiday season you know in january 2022 all of a sudden you know and uh a fucking pair of bose headphones is normally go for like 149 dollars now all of a sudden it's 179 dollars you know it's just shit like that to get more money up out of you so they can recoup them losses from you know the start of the pandemic in uh, march of 2020 see what i'm saying so it it just feels like it's a whole big ass scheme and then they were talking about how there's a shortage of truck drivers and me being a truck driver myself i'm not seeing that yet you know what i'm saying like my job we just had like three guys quit but my my boss is like overwhelmed with um applications and shit like that it's just people ain't been passing the background checks and shit like that so and then there's other then there's like a driving school that's uh right up the hill from my warehouse and they're always packed and busy because it's right by the uh, truck stop where i fuel up at you know to get def you know diesel exhaust fluid and uh get the diesel for my truck and that it's always packed it's always the parking lot is always full so i don't know what's going on and driving pays well you know it's one of them things where if you're fortunate enough you know if you can afford to do it you know take some time off and get your you know get your put your hours in and get a commercial license you know it's good money it's really good money but the thing is what sucks about it is the winter like nothing sucks more than you know being out in fucking 10 degree weather you know bundled up and the roads are snowy and ice covered like that's that's like my job is cool but in the winter i fucking despise my job like i hate it like it actually feels like work you know through spring through spring summer fall i'm fine it's cool and everything even when it's getting a little bit chilly out but as soon as that first snow hit the ground i'm just like man fuck this job like i should just cash out my 401k and my retirement and just chill until the spring like i feel like that every fucking year but um so but going back to this supply chain issue it's all about just milking more money out of us and wages ain't matching you know these hikes and rent and uh you know the uh the mortgage rates as far as the interest percentages you know as far as groceries uh non-perishable items like everything keeps going up but these wages ain't going up you know what i'm saying i was i was thinking about uh, changing and getting back into management just so i can spend more time at home uh with the family and uh shit like that because i work a lot that's also what sucks about being you know being a truck driver even though i'm home every night you know i'm going from anywhere between 10 and 16 hours and you know them 10 hour days are cool that's very manageable but man when you start getting into like 12 13 14 15 even 16 hour days it's just like you come home you so goddamn tired like you say hi and then you're like i'm about to go to bed like damn you ain't gonna eat dinner like no i'm tired i gotta be back in this bitch and you know in a few hours anyway so you just come home shower crash out and then on your days off you know you'd be so damn tired especially if you hit like damn near one of them 70 hour work weeks that that shit sucks and you get home and all you want to do is just sleep that's it like you can't enjoy your money you know what i'm saying you can't you'd be like man i'm gonna go out and do this and then as soon as you get home you just like i just want to sit on this couch just watch some tv rest my bones or take numerous two to three hour naps all day you know what i'm saying but you know you gotta do what you gotta do but um like i was saying i was looking at other jobs you know that would keep me in kind of the same salary range but be working from home because i have a lot of skills as far as being in management team leadership uh team building and shit like that and uh sales and then new customer acquisitions and shit like that um and so i was just playing around on linkedin and indeed and i'm looking at all these goddamn jobs and i'm just like yo and i thought it was a joke on um twitter when people be talking about how they be wanting a four-year degree 
and then they pay you shit like there's so many jobs out there like entry level positions like even like csr positions like customer service rep positions where they're like okay uh you need to have uh, a bachelor's of science in in uh, business administration and then uh you need two to three years in uh experience in uh you know microsoft office uh specifically like excel powerpoint and word and you're like what okay so that's cool and then you go down and you look at the the fucking payments and shit like that and it's a position that's paying like thirty four thousand dollars a year you're like nigga what so you want somebody that has a degree in business administration you know two two to three years in the microsoft office suite and you got all these demands and requirements and shit and it just rattles off all the lists and shit like that you know proficiency in a 10 key uh proficiency in internet usage and shit like that and uh using a phone system and all this other shit and you know fast-paced environments you know always know that's 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 a jig right there i mean they're gonna be running your ass ragged and have you wearing 10 different hats but you paying a motherfucker 34 grand a year like you know how crazy that is like that is fucking wild to me and there were so many jobs on linkedin and especially indeed that was requiring all this stuff like if it didn't require a four-year degree or a two-year associate's degree it required like um the same like work experience which is cool i commend companies for doing that but at the same time it still would be like okay the pay range is anywhere between thirty thousand and forty one a year you like nigga in this economy like this is what you talking about 30 grand and like 41 like that is fucking insane like it's a it's a whole big ass sham like you got all these demands and requirements and you don't even want to pay a motherfucker like at least like for a four-year degree you should be at least coming out making at least 50 stacks like that's that's my feeling high 40s like no less than 46 you know but you should be making about 50 racks you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what it should be. It shouldn't be no shit where somebody's talking about, oh, here, here's a, you, we need a bachelor's of science in business administration. And here's 34 grand. Like, nigga, get the fuck out of here. And it's a salary position. Oh, you smoking the good dope. You smoking that crack. But what we're seeing now is a revolution in um in the job market right now we're seeing strikes across the board um you're seeing it with kellogg's you're seeing it with pepsi pepsico uh you're seeing it with frito well i'm frito-lay and then you saw it with um who else nabisco is doing it and then you saw it in the pandemic with like the grocery store workers and shit like that and people are just fed the fuck up and people are quitting just they're just like you know what i'm fucking done you know what i'm saying so you're seeing this thing and you're seeing it mainly with millennials who are a little bit younger than me because i'm an old millennial and then you got gen z people just aren't putting up with bullshit like people will get a job and be like okay this is cool and be looking for something else you know what i'm saying after a month into it like oh this shit ain't for me you know and then just be like okay i just found something else you know that pays more and has better benefits there's no loyalty to these companies anymore because you think about it you know you really think about it these companies ain't loyal to you you know what i'm saying it's, it's them situations where you could drop dead you know at on the job site you know what i'm saying drop fucking dead and this happened at my job a nigga dropped dead from covid in the warehouse and you know what happened was this was uh back in this is when june back in june of 2020 so uh, uh last year a, a dude he finished his route dropped he tried to call in he first off he tried to call in he wasn't he wasn't feeling good and they didn't have nobody to replace him so he was like all right i'll just tough it out this dude finished his route docked his truck came in to unload his cab and uh not unload his cab but unload his box came in to you know to start doing that and just boom just dropped dead in the warehouse from covid from complications of covid right you know what you know what my job did them niggas had a zoom meeting 
and they uh, brought in a team to sterilize the whole warehouse and motherfuckers was working the next day. They had that sterilization team in there, I think that same night. They got them in there, they came in the hazmat suits and everything and they bleached down the whole warehouse. Nigga, the next day, or like two days later, they had a Zoom meeting about it, and that was it. It was business as usual. And so that's when I just knew. I was like, oh, shit, this shit is real. Like, these companies don't give a fuck. And I think they probably had his job posted up within a week. Like, hey, we need a new route driver. Like, these jobs, they don't give a fuck. And I see people are taking their power back to the point where, you know, it's inspiring, you know what I'm saying? And these companies, they they be trying to shame people and shit like that. And, you know, these higher ups be trying to put people on blast and stuff like that for leaving. And it's just like, nah, people just are breaking free from this uh, slave ass matrix. And I have no problem with that whatsoever. You know what I'm saying? If y'all see something else that's better, you know, go for that shit. You know what I'm saying? And people aren't worried about building up their 401k and their retirement and shit like that. Folks out here just trying to survive and just trying to make the best of it. And we're seeing now with the pandemic, a lot of people got their side hustles going. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of them side hustles is turning into full time hustles. And I'm not even fucking mad at that at all. But let's go ahead and get started on that good old summer damn jam screen. I'm a little clogged up. Y'all probably hear it. Um, Nina, she was sick. I don't know where the hell she got sick from, probably from school or whatever. And, you know, taking care of a little sick baby with a, you know, sick toddler with a runny nose. And, you know, she got germs all over her fingers. And, you know, she's like, here, here, dada, you know, giving me stuff and I'm eating it. And, you know, good night kisses and hugs and playing and stuff like that. So she gets, so I got a little head cold and, you know, she all right. And she just got a runny nose and stuff like that and a little cough. But, you know, we both going to get through it. But, um. Man, I was going to do a quick uh, mini pod about the uh, Wilder Fury fight. You know what I'm saying? I was so excited to watch that and shit like that. And uh, that boy, man, that boy Wilder got his ass whooped, man. I was just, I was so disappointed. Like, he was so winded in that whole fucking fight. Like, came out strong, I say, like the first, I don't know, what, three rounds. And then that, that big ass white boy was just beating the brakes off him from then on, man. I was just like, like, dude, come on, bro. Like, I follow Wilder on face, oh, not Facebook, but on Instagram. And uh, the, he was so inspiring, you know what I'm saying, with the post and shit like that. But you, you're showing the highlight reel, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, I know he got a big payout from it. But, uh, man, it's just, it's one of them things where... I just feel like uh, Tyson Fury is like the great white hope or whatever of boxing. Uh, it's just, I don't know, man. I, I, I'm not a professional boxer. I used to box in high school, but it used uh, it just, I don't know, man. It just seems like all hype. You know what I'm saying? I, I really want to, I don't know, man. The heavyweight division is so trash right now, too. Like Deontay Wilder, he would just be straight up squaring up street fighting with niggas. You know what I'm saying? He had that, got that powerful straight right, and he just be straight up shooting a fair one with niggas, and he got in the ring with a real boxer. You know what I'm saying? And it was the trilogy, and I don't know. I don't know. I was heartbroken because I, I was really believing that Wilder's like, okay, if he don't win it, he at least, you know what I'm saying? The scorecards is going to be close and shit like that, and you know, like all oh, the ju- judges ride them and shit like that. But he was so fucking tired and winded. And I was just like, God damn, man. It was like, damn, you didn't work on no endurance or nothing. Like, it's your third time fighting this man. Like, you know what to expect. And that right, big white boy just got the best of him. It is what it is. Um, I'm going to keep it pushing, though, man. What's going on with Kanye? What's going on with Kanye Tither? Uh, it's being reported that this man has changed his name to Ye. And then he got this. He been posted on it. He posted on his, uh, posted on it, posted on it. But he uh, posted on his IG uh that he uh he got he got like a, a fucked up ass haircut and shit like that and now he's walking around in these like silicone masks these white these plain white man masks and shit like that it's just very odd like that brother he's going through something you know what i'm saying i know him and kim are on good terms on the outside looking in uh whatever that brother's going through uh i hope he goes through it and don't wallow in it 
um because uh yeah this it just ain't the wave i don't know if he's trying to do what he can to keep the lights on uh keep some attention on him or what or he's just bored with life um if that's the case man just focus on your kids you know what i'm saying if you bored uh if this ain't no mental health crisis you know and you just bored and shit like that you you'd have made all your money you'd have made your hits man just live life and focus on your kids you know what i'm saying just do that just chill focus on your kids you know what i'm saying um and let's see what else is going on that summer damn jam screen i ain't gonna say say a prayer for him because that nigga was wilding what he was talking about you know our uh, our ancestors and shit like that so i'm not gonna say say a prayer for kanye but um let's go see what's going on with facebook uh looks like they're going on a rebrand and possibly rename itself to uh usher in the metaverse so they already got facebook instagram whatsapp and uh what is that that oculus 3d you know the glasses shit or whatever that visor that head visor shit with 3d worlds so you're trying to usher in uh, excuse me the metaverse in the digital world and so you're like what the fuck is a metaverse so basically all it is in this context is basically just bringing like virtual 3d world networks together connected by the internet that's all it is so you might see some 3d integration from facebook uh instagram whatsapp the oculus you know all of them being connected by the oculus or some shit like that but uh i think it really just stems from oh girl blowing the whistle and then all the heat that they've been catching from congress and from lawmakers um about how facebook be stealing data and shit like that and just selling it like all they do is data mine like i remember uh i told y'all i think i told y'all about them uh basically uh banning me for a comment that i made and shit like that or i got a strike and then when i logged back in um what was it when did i get back on facebook um it was like i think it was monday or something a couple days ago and uh it was saying something about i had another strike against my account for uh posting something sexually explicit and i was like nigga what the fuck are you talking about so i challenged it and then i guess i won the challenge or something i saw that today and i'm like what the fuck are you talking about Uh, and so i went on my page and i didn't post any pictures or anything absurd and i mean it's getting to the point where my goal is to just basically just hop off of facebook i know they still own instagram i fuck with instagram heavy but facebook like i post on fridays we made it to friday y'all and that's it you know what i'm saying other than that i might post like a funny something funny that happened at work or something like that but and i wish people happy birthday but that's just one site that i really don't need i don't be on it that tough like if you look at my uh phone and where i spend my most the most time at it's on youtube and twitter and because youtube is at the top is because i always listen to um like speeches from professors uh theorists and um you know like inspirational things so it'd be like you know it'd be speeches it's like you know an hour and two hours long that i listen to on my route and shit like that uh and just trying to learn new new things you know what i'm saying that's my my i'm always curious about you know just different concepts and things like that like something will just hit me like god will just put something on my heart and i'll be like oh okay let me listen about something about this you know or learn about this and that and shit like that and i'll always you know tell my wife about it and you know i feel like i'm getting home from school you know what i'm saying like hey look what i learned you know because uh being a being a driver is pretty boring you know what i'm saying it's pretty it's, it's fucking boring like you you have some great views and shit like that but you know once you have something playing like if it ain't like a new album or your work playlist or some shit like that you know you want to learn something new something that just you know put some new creases in your brain you know what i'm saying you want to be no smooth brain motherfucker out here um but anyway let me stop ranting and rambling and shit like that but that's all facebook's about to do they're they're really just about to rebrand themselves and try to come off as something else but uh yeah what i was gonna say is uh all facebook does is data mine right so they can sell you ads and shit like that so what me and the homie nate have been doing we've been commenting on posts and just talking like just stupid crazy shit like oh i got my i got a new pet rabbit and i just bought it a cashmere coat 
and I have a black chair that I like to put the rabbit on and then I have a brown stool and a green wreath that I put you know around my house for decorations in my summer home in uh utah in uh salt lake city and then i'm about to take my jet out to san francisco and land it on the harbor and you know just crazy shit like that and you know what's funny is you start getting ads for like furniture a wreath um you'll start getting like luxury brands like the rob report and shit like that like you should be following this it's so fucking funny when you just start throwing out just like y'all should really try that on like instagram um facebook messenger because they read your messages and then uh on facebook like just try that just start typing in just the most random shit like i got these new uh red bull headphones and they got a donkey kong image on it with super mario kart and Kawhi leonard is actually a special guest on my show today you know what i'm saying just start just typing in random shit and watch how those buzzwords get turns into ads for you it's fucking hilarious um but let's talk about um liberal racism let's talk about katie Couric. um um, she was just on today the today show it was it today or yesterday so it was either wednesday or tuesday or wednesday she was on talking because she caught some hell because she had that interview with uh ruth ginsburg uh the former uh supreme court justice and you know you know liberals love her or you know rbg the notorious rbg and you know oh you know all this other shit man fuck that lady but um because i remember in her interview she had some harsh words for colin kaepernick right about his protests and shit like that and you're like oh okay you one of them type of feminist you know what i'm saying a, a traditional feminist you know who you know basically basking sharing power with the white supremacist male you know right? that's what a feminist originally was born out of okay don't give these negroes power you need to give the white woman power right it's all been about sharing power with the white males never been about you know all women okay but anyways katie Couric uh was talking about in her book and i heard her book is pretty fire because it's so messy it's very messy about uh different colleagues she didn't worked with uh her relationships with different people and shit like that but um so she she uh in the book it talks about how she edited out um some words that rbg was saying you know about colin kaepernick and the protest and the part that she edited out because she left a lot in you know when she was talking about how it was ridiculous and blah 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 you know kind of hinting at you know you're a traitor to this country but the part that she edited out and she tried to clean it up on the today show talking about you know people could misinterpret it as a certain way and i didn't know what she meant i should have followed up with what she meant but um rbg was just talking she was she 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 went full white uh supremacist full-blown white supremacist with this she was like um she said having contempt for this is the quote having contempt for a government that has made it possible for their parents and grandparents to live a decent life so all that saying is nigga be thankful nigga be grateful you need to shut the fuck up and continue to entertain us because this government has made it possible for your parents and grandparents to live a decent life if they weren't here under this government they would be somewhere in a fucking hut in africa picking flies off their face like that's what essentially is that's what the fuck she's saying and this is who the liberals you know jerk off and jill off to and bust a nut to and saying how she was the greatest justice of all time fuck out of here you know both sides the left and the right wing media they both you know are trying to condition us in a way that's just disgusting right they all have agendas like there is no central media that is just telling the cold hard black and white facts there's so many uh news uh stations and companies corporations that try to market themselves that way but they all have their own political agenda they all you know they all kind of sway a, a certain way which is some straight up bull shit but um yeah i, I you know I, I 
when she even before that quote came out i was looking at rbg funny when she was saying that slick shit you know what i'm saying talking about you know how you know she's pretty much just calling Colin, Colin Kaepernick and those who kneel you know during the national anthem uh, traitors that's pretty much all she was saying but it is what it is fuck out of here and then um Chicago police the head of the Chicago police union he is urging cops to defy oh excuse me the COVID vaccine mandate so he's basically telling the cops in Chicago to hey don't get the vaccine you know don't get it and then uh you know don't even show up to fucking work so basically they're going to start not showing up to work and they're saying that um this is the threat that he was saying it's safe to say that the city of chicago will have a police force at 50 percent or less uh for this weekend coming up and you know what's going to happen those weekends that they don't show up them shootings gonna stop they're talking about bringing in the national guard but if they didn't and they just let you know like 50 percent of the police force showed up that has has been vaccinated against COVID 19 uh, those shootings will stop because there's been so many instances where we've seen how dirty chicago police are you know everything from the ucs acting like gang members and inciting violence from the crates of guns just showing up in random ass neighborhoods just boxes and crates of just weaponry showing up and you like yo what the fuck there's been stories about that um there's been stories about uh them black sites them kidnapping folks and torturing them and having them in this warehouse and shit like that but you would see crime goes down I believe that the crime is so high in Chicago is due to the crooked uh, police officers out there. The the greed and the white supremacy. That's what it is. Those two things. That's what it boils down to. They always try to use that as the new what about black on black crime. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I've been rambling for what almost 32 minutes. Man, let me leave it to my nigga hole. Let me cut this shit short. But the fact of the matter is them shootings will, will stop and it'll go down drastically. You know, uh, once they get them bad apples up out the paint who don't want to be vaccinated. So I'm going to leave it to my nigga Hove. Hove, what you got to say? Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. All right, thank you so much, Tyrone Bickums, for that lovely intro of selling hope like dope. Uh, we had just, we were still in this pandemic, and um, I'm just, uh, I'm just tired. I am so fucking tired. Um, so we see that uh, Colin Powell just passed away, and um, you know the anti-vaxxers are just coming out the woodworks and just. You know, still don't know how a vaccine works, you know, talking about how come he still died from it if uh, if he took the vaccine from he died from COVID complications. Well, the man also had a rare blood disorder, too. Right. That made him vulnerable to diseases. Right. So nobody talks about that at all. And then you got Kyrie Irving dying on this hill. Uh, being an anti-vaxxer flat earther and this nigga is on uh, fucking Instagram posting pictures of uh, Morpheus like he's this deep deep ass person but if he was really that deep he would do the research himself and come to a conclusion instead of you know uh, being um, you know trying to be connected to the great spirit and all this other shit when he knows that people on native folks on reservations and shit like that are you know we're catching hell during the pandemic you know during the height of the pandemic even though we're still in it, in the beginning phases uh dying left and right and they've been uh fighting tooth and nail to get vaccines up to their reservations and shit like that but this nigga's running around here talking about he's the voice of the voiceless and ain't saying shit he's not speaking out this is my problem with people who go off on these tangents um talking about you know with this whole covid vaccine and the whole thing first off remember when it first started niggas was talking about uh it was 5g when i say niggas i'm talking about a, a plethora of niggas i ain't talking about black folks uh niggas was talking about um 
it was 5G causing it. Remember, because as soon as the pandemic hit, we started getting 5G into different areas and things like that. That started it, right? Then we, then people were talking about, oh, this is just man-made for, and I believe the virus did come out of Wuhan, came out of that lab, and somebody spilled out playing around with uh, biochemistry. That's what I, I, I honestly believe that it leaked out of that lab somehow, some way. And then the shit spread like wildfire. But um, it started with 5G. Then once uh, there was trials going on last summer for the um, for the vaccines, you know, from different manufacturers uh, like Pfizer, BioNTech and then, you know, Johnson and Johnson and all these clinical trials and shit like that and studies going on. Oh, they're going to plant a microchip in you. Okay. All right. This is how transhumanism starts. Okay. So here we are working on our third booster shot, right? Because so many people listen to so many YouTubians. And I don't understand why black folks are hand in hand with these right wingers, you know, talking about calling it the shot or the vax. You know, I ain't never heard no black folks talk like that. You know, I hear people call it, you know, the shot and the vax and shit like that. I'm not getting the shot, you know, shit like that. It's like, oh, so you sitting up here, you still under the guise of listening to white folks. You know what I'm saying? You still up here, you know, listening to white mommy and daddy. And you got these politicians who aren't any better, you know, running around here um, trying to be, you know, just uh, contrarian idiots. You know, running around here, you know, talking about uh, how people shouldn't be forced to take the vaccine and shit like that. But people should still be going back to work and all this other nonsense when this is a, a, a fucking public health issue. Right. So if you don't want to get the shot, OK, um, you know, go live off somewhere. Go, go, go elsewhere. You know, get the fuck out of here. Go live in a secluded area and just be by yourself. But you live in a fucking society, so you have a responsibility to your fellow human beings. If you're living in a society, in a community, no matter how dilapidated it is, what it looks like, you have a responsibility, let alone yourself. If you ain't got that much humanity to think about your neighbor, what about your fucking self? These vaccines that are out now have high rates of keeping your dumb ass up out the hospital and from certain death. You know what I'm saying? And um, and this pisses me off so much because I just lost a homegirl. Rest in peace to Rebecca. She caught that shit. And um, this is a girl I grew up with. Well, she's a woman, but I grew up with, you know, 37 years old, 36, 37 years old, caught that shit. And now she leaves behind her babies, you know, uh, what is it? Three. I think she has three kids and her mama got to take care. Grandma got to take care. And she caught that shit. And this is like the third person. And I know her personally. And I know two other people who've died from this shit. And it's just, it's like, what the fuck? I lost a homeboy wide body who we used to rap with. And then there was a comedian here, Carlos Tibbs. You know, he was a bigger guy. He caught it, gave it to his mama. Mama died and then he died from the shit. You know what I'm saying? So this is what frustrates me so much. And um, this is where I feel like, you know, it's just willful willfully ignorant i got family members who won't even you know who won't uh get the vaccine and the the reasoning behind it it makes me hang up on them because it's all youtubian theories right it's all about um they bring up tuskegee you know they bring love to bring that up they start bringing up um the symptoms and all this other shit and i have family members who actually had it damn near on their deathbeds you know what I'm saying? And still not being able to get it. Well, I got the antibodies now. Okay, well, it, it wears off after a few months. Okay. Well, no, because this, this, and this. And it's just like, well, you don't know what's in it. You don't know what's in it. You know what I'm saying? So it goes into this whole back and forth 
but here you are taking prescription drugs, you know, for different things like blood pressure and uh, just other shit. You know what I'm saying? You on other other medications. You don't know how that works either. But you there at the pharmacy every fucking month, you know, getting that shit. You know, and I got people, you know, I got friends who fucking smoke like a chimney, drink like a fish. They won't get it. But, you know, their body is a fucking temple. Like, you know, it's just shit like that that just really it grinds my gears. And I don't want and I think for me, I'm speaking out of fear of losing somebody close to me because my people don't be just running around here, you know, masked up and gloved up and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? They just out and about living and loving life, you know, putting it all in Jesus hands. But, well, Jesus gave you this vaccine, but you still ain't getting it. You know what I'm saying? So maybe I should throw like a fucking crucifix on a syringe with a white with a white man looking like Jesus to give my niggas the shot. You know what I'm saying? So it just frustrates me so much to see people be so loud and wrong. They have these huge followings and they out here uh, stating their opinions as if they're facts. You know, the science gone science up and down, left and right, inside and out. It, it don't science don't give a fuck about nothing. Science is fact based. It don't give a fuck about your opinions. It don't give a fuck about what you feel about the researchers. It's just it's black and white. It's as black and white as it can fucking get. And this is the 19th variant of the covid uh, virus. You know what I'm saying? So they had they had a skeleton to work with. This is the 19th variant of it, right? So that's how the vaccine could come out so quick because they had so much data on COVID itself. This is the 19th fucking variant of it. It's slightly different from COVID-18. You know what I'm saying? So it's just it's just shit like that. People just you know they just they they don't want to do it. You know what I'm saying? And then I think some people crave that that attention. They like to get on social media and talk crazy. And uh, for some people, it's their content, you know, for the podcasters, the YouTube begins, um, the Instagram lives, the Instagram TVs, you know, the Facebook lives. This is something that makes them different because they're cool. Right. Oh, I'm not doing like everybody else. Well, you're jeopardizing everybody fucking else. So you got all these people who are vaccinated. Then you have all these people who aren't vaccinated. Man, that's how you get these fucking variants, right? It mutates. You know, you catch the shit from a, a vaccinated person, which is mild to them, but then it fucks you up in the game because then it starts getting stronger and it's like, oh shit, you ain't even that protected. You know, these these uh cells was whooping my ass, you know, these antibodies were whooping my ass and this uh you know, and this vaccinated person, you ain't even vax. So I, I got a little bit stronger from fighting these niggas off. And you got these weak ass antibodies in here that even don't even know how to fight me. Oh, let me morph. And then all of a sudden you sneeze, wipe a booger on somebody else. And then now it's even more detrimental, right? Because it was fighting for his fucking life in the vaccinated person. But if you was vaccinated and I gave it to you and I'm vaccinated, you know, then it's just fighting for his life. And it just goes on and just boom, that's it. The antibodies beat the fuck out of it and it's fucking done right but if he goes into that you know that um that unvaccinated person i'm trying to put it in simplest terms this is how the shit mutates right so then he goes into that unvaccinated person and it just gets stronger and stronger because it's fighting the immune system that ain't used to fighting and it's like oh shit okay all right all right okay yeah 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 let me get my wins up throw another plate on the bar you know what i'm saying so it's getting stronger and stronger beating the fuck out your ass you know but I don't know. It's so fucking frustrating to see people who have these cult followings just to be loud and wrong. And then you mad because places are uh, telling you you need to show your vaccine card and shit like that. And uh, telling you to mask up inside of a store if you don't have the vaccine. Shit, I'm out and about. I keep my mask on and I've been va- I've been fully vaccinated since fucking April. Got my first shot in March and then the three weeks later led into the beginning of April. Right. So I, I still I just keep my mask on. Just keep I just keep the shit on. And it's so fucking frustrating because I work a physical job. Right. So I'm at work masked up, sweating my ass off, doing these deliveries and shit, pulling in product and shit off of my truck when I'm delivering and shit like that. And it's just it's so fucking frustrating that nobody wants to take responsibility about living in a community. And I said this before on a podcast with Brandon. Um, 
what convinced me to get that that vaccine was when they first rolled it out and they and it went past um healthcare workers and then to teachers and then it was like food service workers and shit like that because technically that's what i'm in being a truck driver and then you know it was like okay now i can sign up for it and the only places that was giving out the vaccine was in white flight areas and even before that before the teachers could get it uh our governor here was distributing uh distributing those vaccines in the small white towns he wouldn't hit Lancaster County, which has Lincoln and has a huge a black, brown, Asian population and uh, Douglas County, which houses Omaha that has so many, a ton of black folks here and Hispanics, you know, brown folks and uh, other non-whites. He waited on that right on some whole shit. He was like, OK, let me just serve the let me serve my constituents. That's when I was like, oh, OK. And I told the story a million times how I had to put in a white flight zip code just to even get uh, get it to pop up for me to make a reservation. Because me living in me living down north, none of the places down north was giving out uh, vaccines at all. None of the locations at the high V grocery stores on the east side of town uh, was not giving out the vaccine at all you like yo what the fuck is this about right and i remember even calling out there and the lady and i told her like hey my job gave me this they give they gave because back then they was giving you a special form they had printed out with your name and your uh and my uh work id number and shit like that this person is a part of the agricultural um transportation pipeline blah 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 they qualify for the covid19 vaccine and so when I called to make uh, to confirm my appointment, when I made it online, the lady was talking about, oh, that's interesting, blah, blah, blah. And all this other shit, how our job told us to go, you know, to these uh, these high V's and shit. And so I get out there and it's nothing but white folks. It is a shit ton of white folks getting this. And it was like uh, it was I, I was only non-white. And there were, I think there was like one Asian dude. That was it. But it was nothing but white folks in line nothing but white folks right and then i started seeing stories when they started rolling it out a little bit further once uh the biden administration took office and they started you know getting uh processing more and more of the vaccine they started rolling it out and trying they were like okay black and brown communities have been hit the hardest we really gotta go in here and you know start you know do, setting up uh clinics and you know vaccine clinics and shit like that and white folks affluent white folks white folks with money with bread long paper they were manipulating their addresses zip codes whatever cutting in line intercepting these this vaccine that's when i knew okay all right let me you know just all this together oh we on some shit right now okay this shit is okay you know what i'm saying so I don't know so just to see still we're going into year two right of this fucking pandemic and um we still got people you know this is this is their content this is uh what they stand on and what's fascinating to me is to see so many politicians and governors uh you know stand with anti-vaxxers and shit like that but these motherfuckers all vaccinated right and it started with the Cheeto in chief and it pisses me off when he started politicizing a fucking virus when the shutdowns were happening right by like democratic mayors and governors and shit like that like nigga how the fuck do you politicize a virus and you see so many so many stories come out of people catching that shit and then trying to get the vaccine they're hospitalized on that ventilator then they're like oh can you give me the shot like no nigga it's too fucking late there's been so many anti-vaxxers that's been uh up on that ventilator you know fighting for their fucking life either died or just came out with regrets and they still ain't breathing right still can't smell all the way you know what i'm saying so it's just it's so dangerous to be loud and wrong when you have so much fucking influence that's what is this it's like the epitome of selling hope like dope you know what i'm saying you want somebody else to do the work for you that's how i feel and also feel like that uh heading into this political season you have so many people waning and complaining about black folks about what these politicians gonna do for black folks why aren't you if you these folks be having hundreds of thousands of followers across all their platforms 
And all you doing is sitting up, going live, complaining about the Biden administration, complaining about Democrats, but you're not rallying the troops. You're running around here talking that talk, but that's your content, though, is to complain about how the white man is fucking you up in the game when you actually could, you know, rally your your followers, you know, on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You could rally these people up and start creating super PACs and actually putting money together in these super PACs for candidates that will actually get some shit done on Capitol Hill. But that if that happens, you won't have anything to complain about. You won't have any content. You won't have any merchandise to sell. And that's what really is just is starting to, you know, every fucking election cycle, it's always complaining about what they didn't do for black folks. When we can actually you know, rally the troops, especially you guys with these hundreds of thousands of followers. You know, you'd rather just use that for views and monetization as opposed to, you know, actually getting some real political power. You know, you tell somebody, you know, you complaining about this, that, and the third, like, hey, rally the troops, you know, do this, do this, create a super pack. Oh, no, just buy my DVD, buy this, uh, buy this financial wealth course, and blah, blah, blah. Like, what? Like, okay you want me to buy this program for you how is this giving me political power you know what i'm saying so this is so it's just so much waning and complaining that's why i love dr claude anderson because he gave us the fucking blueprint and there's so many youtubians out here who just you know recycle the content but he gave us the blueprint actually is in court fighting for reparations right but there's so many of these you know the offsprings who know that if the current condition of black folks just stays the same and we keep on getting abused by the current government system that that's just content for them that's just content for them you know it's nothing but the traveling preacher that's all it is that's all the hustle is it's just a traveling preacher you know let me keep complaining and waning and i'll let you complain in the comments and shit like that okay hit my cash app you know buy this from me buy this shirt from me buy this uh this financial wealth course and shit like that it's just it's just it's frustrating in this creator economy but when the creation is just black pain that's what you just going off of instead of actually coming up with solutions it's just it's so fucking frustrating but i feel like i went off on a tangent but it's just the epitome of just fucking selling hope like damn dope this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so moving on to holding this l we have to give it to uh miss Nicki minaj uh this nigga has lost his mind um so she dropped a song not too long ago uh she got a verse on um a singer named jesse nelson and she used to be part of the group Little Mix, all right? And um, one of the members is a sister who was calling Jesse Nelson out about her blackfishing or, you know, being out here in blackface. Now, this woman has a song called Boys, and this woman looks like uh, a yellow bone. She didn't got the darkened uh you know makeup all over her body the tanning and then she got on all this you know this black woman's attire and shit like that and Nicki Minaj has the audacity I don't know if that money drying up from you know paying that pedophile's uh not pedophile but that rapist uh husband of hers you know you know paying them legal bills I don't know if, if her money looking funny or what but um she's out here defending this Jesse woman against black folks and I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck are you talking about? Because you came at Cardi B's neck about impersonating black folks because Cardi B ain't black. And then you was at, uh, before then you was at, um, what's that little flat back, uh, that flat back booty girl? Um, what is her name? Uh, Miley Cyrus. You came at her, you know, about her black facing and black fishing and shit like that. But all of a sudden, because this white woman didn't cut you a check or the record company and cut you a check, you out here defending her. And, uh, you know, I didn't say nothing when Nikki was lying about 
uh, the vaccine, giving her cousin's friends big ass balls and swollen balls and shit like that. You know, I didn't I didn't say nothing about that, but this is just going a little too fucking far. You know what I'm saying? It's just, you know, and Nikki been looking funny in the light, you know, just for a while now. Just uh, when she was out here doing songs with Takashi Six Nine and shit, and black folks really wasn't fucking with Takashi like that. After he didn't ratted out the whole gang and shit like that, and you know setting niggas up and shit like that. So I don't know what kind of weirdo time she's on. Um, I don't know if she's just bored, you know, being you know being in the house with that nigga and that little boy that she just had or what but she is just moving fucking funny i used to have a lot of respect for her especially when she was calling out like miley cyrus and shit like that and then even get going in on cardi b and shit like that because i feel like cardi b is just a caricature of a black woman that's how i feel but i don't know this shit right here i'm just like nigga what is you doing you know it's just you got I don't know it's just I don't know if her like I said if her money's looking fucked up if they cut a big ass check but she's like the pit bull for this woman or some shit like that and I hate to see somebody go out like this but anyways um Nikki hold this goddamn L get your man you win perfect All right, so moving on to Not All Heroes Wear Capes, we have to give it to uh, those two fellas, Rory and Maul, formerly of the uh, Joe Budden podcast. Uh, They just inked an exclusive deal with Stitcher. Um, I think Sirius XM owns Stitcher now. And uh, yeah, they got fired from the Joe Budden podcast and they went on and did their own thing. And now they inked the deal um, with Stitcher. So salute to them. Uh, I wish them the best. And... um, you know, uh, with the whole Joe Budden podcast thing, it looks like one of those things where it's like, you know, uh, die and be a hero, you know, or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And this is the second time that he's done that with somebody's close to him that he fired them, you know, head got big and shit. Uh, first person was a old girl from Hot 97, Marissa Mendez. So uh, it would be dope if Rory and Maul reached back and, you know, grabbed her. And uh, did their thing, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, salute to them. I wish them nothing but the best. Um, and I love to see people, you know, take an L and you know turn that into a big W. So get that bag, get that money, and make it do what it do. Um, I tried listening to an episode of the Joe Button podcast with the other guys, his two new co-hosts, who he'll probably fire in a couple years. Um, I tried, but the I don't know. It was just too many inside jokes. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it is what it is. I don't really be listening to other podcasts like that at all because uh, I'm busy as fuck. But, um, yeah, salute to those guys. Uh, you know, may they keep on winning and keep doing what the hell they need to do. Um, let's see. Let's go on to health over wealth. You know what I say? Without your health, you cannot enjoy your wealth. So I saw a quote floating around from uh, old girl Brene Brown. A lot of the young ladies like to uh, deal with that uh, lady, you know, listen to her podcast, you know, her seminars and things like that. Uh, but she I don't know if it is her quote, but there there was a, uh, uh, you know, it looked like a quote from her it with it was with her picture floating around. But the phrase said, and I, I'm going to give her credit for it, but. You know, if it's not her, whoever, you know, came up with this quote, salute to you. But it says, if you don't want to burn out, stop living like you're on fire. And I just thought that was amazing because so many times we don't plan out shit. We just react to things. We just react. That's all we do is react. So we really have to start really thinking about our life in a different way we got to stop reacting and be proactive you know stop reacting to the things that happen to you and start you know planning stuff out start planning your life out and what you want from life uh because life is a gift and you just never know you know when that gift will gift will end so you know start planning things out enjoy your life and just stop living in such a panic and such a rush Okay, so this has been 
episode 191 of do rags and boat shoes um i will see y'all next week and as always you know i love y'all and i appreciate y'all uh, make sure you tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a few a few more friends to listen to the podcast and uh i've been uh kind of shopping this podcast around to see if i can join a podcast network to gain more uh, listeners and also to start getting paid off of this but i've also been kind of toying around with patreon so let me know what you think on facebook and instagram or twitter at do rags and boat shoes or do rags boat shoes um just search do rags and boat shoes you can find me any and everywhere and let me know uh what kind of content you would like to see i'm working on I'm, i've been working on my video editing skills now on my macbook and uh, just trying to get some things in the works. Uh, but like I said, I've been in a couple of email exchanges with a couple of different networks, um, podcast networks uh, about, you know, ad placements and things of that sorts. Uh, I just don't want to give up what I've created fully. You know what I'm saying? So I might just go that Patreon route. But, you know, hey, if that bag is big enough, you know, I can always create something even bigger and better than this. But uh, this has been episode 191 of Do Rags and boat shoes much love and respect to everybody out there and uh yeah stay tuned for another episode all right peace